welcome to the BCHL podcast presented by Subway. This is Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications, and once again, we've tracked down three guests making hockey headlines this week, and we'll get to our interviews shortly. But first, BCHL news this week was highlighted with an addition to the BCHL website. For the first time since the BCHL launched its site in 2003, an updated career stats leader page has been added. Fans and media can now see a top 10 for most career, season, and single game records. There are also some miscellaneous stats that the hardcore fans will be interested in. From Brett Hall to Bryce Kokoski and Kyle Turris to Chris Rawlings, there's some great names you'll find, not to mention some impressive stats posted by players you may not have heard of before, but nevertheless had amazing BCHL careers. You'll find the all-time stats leaders page at bchl.ca under the stats menu. On with the podcast now, and for our first segment, we head up the Sunshine Coast to Powell River, where Kings play-by-play man Alex Ronsley spoke with forward Ryan Bruchette, who's in his third BCHL season, but his first in Powell River. The native of Verdun, Quebec, is acclimating well to the Island Division and currently leads his team in scoring. Yeah, like you said, obviously it's not my first year in the league, and uh, you go on those road trips. It's a good road trip to get to know the guys and get closer with everyone. So, yeah, like the hard, heartbreaking losses are definitely things that are going to be a good thing for the team down the road. Obviously, we're going to learn from them. I mean, it's a tough road trip playing uh, on the road with three and threes, different different locations. So. It's definitely going to be a learning curve for the guys. Obviously, we wanted to win all the three games, and the Surrey game was a lot easier than the other two games. It was the first game, but uh, definitely saw a lot of fight from the guys on the Sunday, so definitely something good that came out of the road trip. You mentioned the Surrey game, uh, a big one for you, one that I know we talked about a couple of weeks ago. You kind of had that one circled on on your calendar. Take us through that experience, seeing, playing against some former teammates, uh, seeing some friends and family uh, and and billets around there as well. Take us through that experience and obviously able to to put the cherry on top with the 6-2 goal on the third. Yeah, like uh, definitely felt good getting back there. I really enjoyed my time in Surrey and really good to see everyone, the trainers, teammates, coaches, things like that. So was really a good trip. Obviously, I had it circled, and it was it was exactly what I was hoping for. So, good trip. Chatting with uh, Ryan Bruchette, we said off the top that you're the the Kings' leading scorer. You overtook Ben Barad on the weekend as the leading goal scorer as well. A huge loss for the Kings' offense. One of your line mates to start the season as well. How have you, I guess, maybe not changed or adjusted your game, but but how have you tried to step up individually and in the room as a team guy to try and fill the void of, of Barad on the ice and obviously the captain off the ice? Yeah, Benny's a huge loss for our team. Obviously, he's our, was our captain and our our leading scorer he's still going to be a big part of the team obviously and for for me and all the other guys it wasn't so much about stepping up it's just you obviously want to strive to be the best you can from the beginning so it wasn't like I tried to step up or replace him I mean he was a good player we're not going to replace a good player like that just by bringing efforts more like there wasn't much that I was going to change I just kind of stick to it and try and help the boys out in other ways obviously leadership since he's gone but mm-hmm. yeah like I said not much changes and finally uh, celebrating a commitment last week uh, signing on with the University of Nebraska Omaha uh, talk us through that I guess process and, and realizing and, and deciding that that's going to be the, the best fit for you moving forward next season yeah obviously I talked to UNO for a while and I uh, was really confident with what they were offering obviously the opportunity is going to be there mm-hmm pretty excited about that and obviously their coaching staff and facilities and all the whole the whole package is is exactly what I was hoping for and pretty excited to to become a Maverick. 
finally moving forward uh, here in Powell River. You continue on the road this weekend and then a chance to get home for seven straight at the Hat Parker Arena. It's a big opportunity for, for the Kings to try and create a little bit of space in the yeah. Island Division. You've stuck with Victoria through a tough road schedule. I guess just, just let's profile leading through through to the Christmas break and, and using the HAP environment to, to the best of, of your ability yeah. moving forward. Yeah, it's obviously we've been on the road a lot, so it's been tough to, to, to kind of get a pile of wins on. I mean, obviously every team is, is going to be good at home, so the road's definitely been hard, but when we come to the HAP, hopefully we can make sure that we lock down home ice advantage and take advantage of it. A big thanks to Alex Ronsley for getting us that interview with Powell River Kings forward Ryan Bruchette. Taking a look now at the BCHL Player of the Week, and this time it's Chilliwack Chiefs forward Kevin Wall earning the recognition after a big week, racking up four goals and three assists to help his team to a pair of wins as they remain atop the BCHL. The product of Fairport, New York, in the Rochester area, is leading the BCHL in goals now with 19, and after prepping at Salisbury School in Connecticut last season, he is surpassing the expectations of his own and his coach in the early part of the season. Yeah, I mean, uh, coming into the league, I didn't really expect anything like this, and Coach Maloney had uh, told me that a prior Salisbury kids coming in kind of thought that they would put up some numbers, and he just said, don't be frustrated if you don't, and so I just went in and kind of played my game and it seems to be working out for me yeah you mentioned uh a couple things we'll be getting to in the in the interview here but coach brian maloney he i don't know if you know he was a pretty big time scorer himself in chilliwack when he played in the 90s um what do you appreciate about his style as a coach he seems to to want to get that up tempo and and allow you to to be creative and put up production yeah i think um a big part of his coaching is he kind of lets us do our freedom and kind of creativity in the offensive zone. Um, he always says that we got a lot of skill and he just kind of wants us to play our game and be able to make plays. So he doesn't really stress a lot on the offensive side, but I mean, uh, what he does stress is the defensive zone and we have a great, great goaltending with Matthew Caron and uh, Noah Hildebrand. So we just got to focus on our D zone a lot and he kind of puts a lot of pressure on us on put a lot of emphasis on the PK too so I think that's a big part of that and he's a real personal guy I mean he'll always come up to you ask you how you're doing um, see if you need anything just a real all-around great coach uh, talking with Kevin Wall the BCHL player of the week from the Chilliwack Chiefs I wanted to talk to you, Kevin, about one of your line mates, uh, Matt Holmes. He had five assists in the last game, with a game you had uh, five points as well. But obviously he's a guy that's able to, to work well with you. What can you say about, about his game? He, he seems to be a little bit under the radar, but uh, he's, he's putting up a lot of points late, recently as well. Yeah, I, um, I know uh, Holmes from uh, Salisbury School in Connecticut. So we uh, played together a little bit our first year. Didn't play together our second year, but we still, you know, really good friends. We have a ton of chemistry, and he's kind of one of those guys that doesn't do a lot of flashy things, but he makes the right plays, and he's always in the right areas and spots, and I think that's one of the big parts of his success right now and our success as a line. 
You mentioned a couple times now the, the Salisbury connection, and that's a prep school. I'm hoping you can tell us a bit about it. Um, I know that it's been kind of a pipeline to Chilliwack over the years. Uh, Vimal Sukumaran was a good player in the BCHL a few years ago. He's at Providence now. I remember he came out of that program, and I know there's been a few others. Uh, you and Holmes played there, as you mentioned. So where is that school, and uh, what? Well, how does it do such a great job of turning out players that are able to uh, come and succeed at this level? Before that, you're uh, from Fairport, New York, which is in the sort of Buffalo, Rochester part of the state of New York. Uh, and I, I know that's not too far from the border with southern Ontario. So could you kind of paint a bit of a picture of what, what the hockey environment is like in Fairport and how much you might have traveled and the experiences you had growing up? Yeah, so growing up, I uh, played for the local Rochester Junior Americans team and then teams were kind of folding and it's kind of falling apart so then I had to uh, I actually played for the Syracuse uh, Nationals which is about an hour and a half drive and I did that my 14U and my uh, 16U year so I was fortunate enough to have two other two other friends from Rochester who would play on that team as well and we kind of carpool three nights a week to practice and it was hard to balance with school but um, I can't thank my parents enough for making that sacrifice and I believe that it's gotten me to where I am today and then I played um, Buffalo Junior Sabres as well so that was another uh, couple hour trip that I had to make a couple nights a week and then ended up at Salisbury. That was the BCHL Player of the Week Chilliwack Chiefs forward Kevin Wall and after a quick break we'll be back to the podcast. At Subway, we're all about making it what you want, even when we're advertising our new sandwiches made with the legendary Montreal Steak Spice. Okay, make it like a pop star. Here we go. Montreal Steak Spice, so legendary Montreal Spice. Yes, Subway, give it 100% Canadian steak with Montreal Spice. Subway, make it what you want. For a limited time at participating restaurants. This is Brad Lazarowicz, and you're listening to the number one podcast in the BC Hockey League. Welcome back to the show. 
We head now into our final interview segment, and for that, we shine a light on the alumni ranks where Trail Smoke Eaters alum Jake Lucini is now a senior and captain at Michigan Tech. Coming off a two-goal weekend in conference play that helped the Huskies to a pair of road wins, Lucini tells Jesse Adamson that it's the simple things right now that are leading to success for him and his team. I think just right now it's just kind of chipping pucks in, chipping pucks out, just kind of simplify things and um, then your chances will kind of um, will come. So I think that's just what's kind of been happening right now. I'm just, um, you know, the goals that we've inspired haven't been you know, highlight real goals. They've been just, um, you know, going to the net hard, shooting pucks, um, getting to the net. And um, I think as the year goes on, hopefully we'll kind of um, get more of those kind of skill-type goals. But um, right now it's just, I think, just being simple and um, getting to the net and just the little things. Uh, so you were an assistant captain this year, but you were named uh, the captain this year. Uh, what does it mean to you to be uh, given that kind of a leadership role? Yeah, I think it's it's uh, it's a big honor, um, especially with a university like Michigan Tech. Um, it's uh, like you said last year, I was an assistant captain, um, and I learned from from other guys like Brent Bolt was the captain, and then the year before we had Cliff Watson and um, Alex Batan. Um, so just kind of throughout my, my well, this is my fourth year, but my past three years, just kind of learning um, from different people, um, different captains. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of getting the opportunity and just try to take advantage of it and lead by example. I'm a little bit of a vocal leader, so I like to um, talk to the guys and things like that. But, yeah, it's a huge honor. Uh, you, you mentioned you're a vocal leader. Um, have you have you had to change anything or, or increase that that kind of thing where you where you do uh, you lead vocally now that you've been named the captain? Um, you know what, not so much. I think that you know some. I just try to be myself. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to try to be someone I'm not. Um, if I do have a C, if I do, if I don't have a C, if I have an A, if I don't have an A, um, you know, I try to just be myself and and uh, just go about every day like I would if. Uh, if I was a captain or if I wasn't. Uh, so this is your fourth year at Michigan Tech, so obviously you have a pretty good sense of the school and the community. Um, what does the hockey team mean to the school and the community, and uh, what are the game nights like there? Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a pretty special place. Um, you know, we, we were just in Alabama this past weekend, and we had four or 500 people there with Tech jerseys on and, and uh, cheering and things like that. It's it's it's, it's absolutely incredible um, the support we have. Um, you know, we're, we're down about you know eight thousand people, um, not including the university. And you don't you don't really realize um, how big our our I would say you know our family is um, with Michigan Tech. Um, and it's it's really cool to see. Um, at game nights, are, I think I've you know I've been to a few places. Played at Michigan. Notre Dame, um, and our, our game night experience is honestly, not, I think it's probably one of the best in college hockey. Um, you know, our student section sold out every night. We have a great support from the community. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun to, to um, play here, for sure. Um, right now we're on a four-week road trip. Uh, well, we're back, we're back in Houghton right now, but um, we're, we're on a four-week road trip, so we played, uh, I think it was the 12th of October, and then uh, we don't play at home again the 20th November or something like that. So we're at a little bit of a break. So I think we're kind of getting ex excited to come back home and playing. And um, But, yeah, it's honestly probably the best that I've, I've seen and been a part of for sure. Uh, so you guys play uh, in the WCHA conference. Uh, in your opinion, who who are your guys' biggest rivals? 
Um, our biggest rival for sure is Northern Michigan. It's it gets crazy. Um, you know, we sell out probably probably a handful of times a year, um, and two or yeah, two of the nights are definitely against them. Um, the building's packed, absolutely insane. Um, you know, everyone gets excited. We're only about an hour and a half away, um, and so we have a pretty good following going down there uh, when we play there. Uh, but you know, it's being in the WCHA, we've had the opportunity to uh, play in the, the championship game in the past few years and win. So you know, we played against um, Northern Michigan last year. We played against uh, Bowling Green two years ago. Um, we've beat Minnesota State the past two years in the playoffs. So I think just kind of little rival rivalries like that. Um, are there um and you know we don't like playing against minnesota state i'm sure they don't like playing against us and the same goes for you know bowling green um Mitchie, just teams like that so um but yeah for sure northern michigan is is our are the guys that we uh we look forward to playing for sure uh so just taking a quick look at your roster this year you guys have eight bchl alums there um, does that help new guys coming in to have some familiar faces, even though maybe they didn't play with them, but they played against them, just uh, to have that familiarity in the room? Yeah, for sure. I think it's really important. Um, you know, when I came in, I played with um, Brent Baltus, who was, who was in trail. Um, I played with a trail. Rick Dane Burks was there or, um, here and things like that. So I think, you know, you talk to different guys. Um, you know, uh, when I committed, uh, Gavin Gould was committed. I came in the year before him. Um, but, you know, you kind of just kind of talk to guys like that and just kind of, you know, even just ask when they're going in or how things are going and stuff like that. So you communicate um, with guys who don't really even know them. So, um, yeah, we have a pretty good uh, group of BCHL guys. And, um, yeah, it definitely helps knowing them coming in for sure. Uh, so you, you mentioned Trail. You played three seasons there. Um, your last season there in 2014-15 was a bit of a breakout season for you. Um, you had 83 points. Uh, you were named captain. What do you remember from that year uh, particularly? Um, it was a fun year. Um, we, we, uh, we, at the beginning of the year, we had a really good roster. We had a very good, um, really good team. We got uh, Craig Martin. He got traded from – he's a Trail guy. Um, so I grew up and we got traded back from Alberta, um, like Scott Davidson, who's a trail guy. Um, my brother played there, so he was from trail. So we had a lot of, a lot of trail guys. Um, we had some injuries earlier in the year. I kind of heard of it. It was a really fun year. We, we all came together, and um, it was a really good experience, um, especially playing with guys who grew up with. Dallas Calvin was another guy that was there that um, is a trail guy. It was really fun playing with uh, – with your good buddies for sure throughout, uh, throughout my last year. And you were, the, you were the captain that year. Do you think that year with the C on your jersey kind of prepared you for the leadership role that you have now at Michigan Tech? Yeah, I, so, um, you know, I was, I've always kind of liked being that guy, like that leader guy. So, um, you know, I got the C. So at the trade deadline, Scott Davidson was our captain, and he got traded to Chilliwack. Um, and then I was assistant captain, but uh, our coach, uh, Nate DeShane, uh, asked me if I wanted to wear the C, and I, I said, yeah, for sure. So I think it just, you know, it taught me a lot about responsibility and, and different things like that. So I think, it, yeah, it definitely prepared me for this. That was Trail Smoke Eaters product Jake Lucini speaking to Jesse Adamson this week from Michigan Tech. And that's going to do it for the podcast this week. For all the latest, check out bchl.ca, get the free BCHL mobile app, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GoBCHL. This is Brent Mutis from BCHL Communications. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time.